a big question that people ask a lot is, do I script it or do I outline? What's best? They need it to where they can just riff and they just want to see an outline. And that really only works if you are really well studied. What have you personally seen work best for your clients? There are a ton of benefits to scripts. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Derek Minyard. I'm Jake Bryan. Hope you're doing well. This is episode number three. We're glad you're here. And, you know, if you've been listening along, you know, we've talked about what content marketing is. How is it beneficial in 2023? Can it benefit my business growth? How do I come up with topics? And today's episode, now that we've already last episode talked about how to create the topics that you want to build your content around, how do you actually structure it and script it even to be ready to film? content because one of the things that I find and we've heard a lot of people say is I'm, I'm actually kind of scared to get started we often encourage just go go out there make the content but people are oftentimes there's a barrier and hesitancy to just make the content if there's not a script to follow or an outline right mm-hmm. um, and a big question that people ask a lot is do I script it or do I outline what's best what, what have you personally seen work best for your clients yeah, I've seen uh, multiple. There's some of them, some people just, they need it to where they can just riff and they just want to see an outline. Uh, and that really only works if you are really well studied. Yeah. I think for a lot of people starting out, they need a script to be able to start with something if they're not used to communication. Yep. There's different apps out there. There's an app called Captions that you can get and it will literally feed you a script. It will AI generate you a script and you can read stuff and that's cool. Uh, but a lot of people that I know, they love to just riff and they want an outline. The only thing is, is that you need to really understand your message. You need to understand psychology. You need to understand the way that your audience thinks. You basically need to be communicating for at least a couple of years yeah. before you're worthy, basically, of being able to just riff on content and go off an outline. Otherwise, but I will say there are a ton of benefits to scripts. One of the best things I know about scripts is scripts will actually give you the most amount of room for creating open loops, for actual retention of your clients um, or your viewers, whatever that is it really gives you a, a big advantage because you have all this information, all this strategy. Like some of the best ads in the world are strategical. Like the be- most of the movies out there are yeah. super strategical. They're very scripted. But what's interesting is some of the funniest moments that are on YouTube, like where people meme it, those are actually made up on the spot. Unscripted. It's, it's pu- like pure improv. Yep. So there can be a good mix of the two. 100%. There are advantages of one over the other. If you're going to riff, Make sure you have some good experience and you're actually comfortable because people do know if you're used yeah. to it or not. Um, but scripting can also make you sound like a robot. So <laughs> scripting takes practice and so yeah. does riffing. Yeah. I'm not saying you should do 100% one or the other, but you definitely need to get used to working with both and then figuring out which one is going to be the most useful and long-term, ut- like the most utility for you. Absolutely. And sometimes having a script provides the best opportunities to go off the script and come up with things that work really well. And it also just wrangles you back in when you need to. But the question really is, do I use a script or not? Well, sometimes if you are get just getting started, we would encourage you to do a script and literally just hit the record button, read one sentence at a time. And there are tools that in the editing process, you can remove all the dead space. It will stitch it together. It'll clean up, make it seamless, make it fast paced for short form, various things like that, or even for long form. So the biggest thing is just getting started. Don't worry about that you can there's all kind of tools to help you script but before we go into some some of the frameworks on the scripting or even the outlining side we want to highlight the the, uh, importance of storytelling right like everybody we want to make sure that what we're saying gets people emotionally invested because we're emotional feelings one of the things i I hear you when you do a lot of content audits jake on our, our prospects and clients is you say 
actually, I'm watching this and I'm realizing it, it doesn't make me feel anything. Mm-hmm. Talk about the importance of kind of the emotional pull and story inside of content real quick. So with any type of content, there is only one principle, which you just said, is the content has to make you feel something. A lot of textbooks, the reason a lot of people in school, they don't remember any of the textbooks that they read. They don't remember any history, like specific mm. things they read. They remember the way it makes them feel. Mm. If you remember the way that Abraham Lincoln lived his life, if you look up to him, there's certain things about his life that makes you feel a certain way. This sense yeah. of like almost bravado of like doing difficult things. So when your content's going out, if all you're doing is just simply feeding information to the masses, there's nothing really special about you. But I believe that the money in the world belongs to the storytellers. Yeah. The ones who can tell the story the best. What I mean by that is this. You could simply say, um, it is really good not to eat Tide Pods. Wow. And, or, and then next thing you know, you have five views. Good job. But you're never going to get them again, right? Or you could go around the, the, around the side of, um, this is how I'd start the video. 2,000 people ate Tide Pods in the past six months. Here's how many people died. And for, some, for some reason, Ty decided to start this new thing. It looks beautiful. It looks luscious. It looks delicious. Delicious. I want to eat it. For some reason, I, I am attracted to this detergent. But why, you ask? Why am I so attracted to detergent? I went on a mission, and I had to find out why. So I went to Walmart, and I asked the first Walmart employee, why are teenagers eating detergent? She stared at me awkwardly. You see where I can go from there. That's series. That's a whole series of videos. Series one, two, three, four. You were laughing. You were also like, you were like, what in the crap is this person talking about? Tide Pods. Bro, you just made laundry detergent interesting using storytelling and being able to actually think about the message and what the lesson is that you're trying to portray. And you're probably not making content about laundry detergent, but you need to be able to use storytelling and what you're doing to get the point across. Exactly. And you're giving a specific example. It's somebody actually consumed Tide Pods. This is something that would land on the show Strange Addictions. Like, this is a story. (laughs) Rather than just saying, you know, I ate a Tide Pod. Or what was the first example you said before without the story component? Tide Pods killed a thousand people. Yeah, Tide Pods. No, no. Give an example. So we're going to talk about that. It's using story to, and then backing it up with an example. And so part of the the way we can do that is, you know, talk about you. What's the story in your own life that you've uh, had this example work? So if it's, here's how I got some results on Google for my clients. No, don't just say, here's how to do X on Google. Say, here's how I've actually gotten this. And and here's an example in my own life of how I've achieved the results for my clients or how my client has achieved the result. So you can start with you as a story example, or you can go to other people. Here's someone else in the market or someone from the past a long time ago who got this result. Here's how Steve Jobs actually had built Apple and created the, just the most amazing product and the way to think about products. And it's great. And that, that piece of storytelling, I think, actually needs to be left for the forefront of your content. If you're putting content on YouTube or Instagram or your podcast, that's where the story should go. Yeah. When it comes to the back end content, a lot of people leave that stuff out just to get straight to the raw material. Yeah. So because the story is what hooks people in, the point of it is to bring people into what you're doing, which is a big piece of the hook. Yep. Once you've got them in the back end of the course, you can really focus and start to focus on the numbers, the tactics, the the textbook type of stuff, the stuff that they need to learn right on the spot. That's why people are like, get straight in. They want to skip the stories. So stories can be extremely, extremely helpful just for retention in the brain. Absolutely. And it it appeals to us. We're emotional beings. And so when you appeal to someone in a hook emotionally with a story saying, 
so-and-so ate Tide Pods, and actually this is, they, they survived to tell the tale, but here's what happened along the way. That's going to be like, okay, like, I'm interested, and I want to know how, you know, how, <laughs> till the end. To- how do I not eat Tide Pods? Yeah. Yeah. How do I overcome my fatal addiction? Catch it on the next episode. <laughs> so guys, let's talk real quick about frameworks. So we, one example we're going to give today is the YouTube long forum, kind of a demonstration style how-to framework okay so again you want to use a story for this don't just say here's how to get make a million dollars on google ads say how my client achieved x on google ads make sure there's a story and then open up with a hook so the the framework looks like this hook provide a framework provide a story example and give a call to action right it's very simple we can break down the sub bullets of each of those things but a hook you can start with a pain or a, a problem Followed up with what would happen if that problem was solved slash your solution to the problem. Like just that can be the simple, that can be the hook. And for example, again, if it's the hook can be like this. Are you struggling to create compelling ads on Google that get, get attention and drive results? Okay. There's the pain. People are struggling with that. I don't know how to get attention on Google ads. Well, then you can then transition to the solution. Well, in this video, I'm going to help you achieve success with that and break down a story for how my client has gotten those results on Google ads. Yep. So boom, there's your hook. Just start with the pain. Talk about what it could look like if they achieved the ultimate goal and what your solution is. And a big piece that you can put with that as well for people that are just getting used to this. Um, one of the most healthy things I see for myself and for other people is find the people who are in your niche and what they're already talking about and watch and consume their videos and feel like this might sound a little bit weird for all the men out there that have all this masculine energy and just purely logic, but sit down and ask yourself, how does this person's content make me feel inside? Did I feel good? Did I feel inspired? Did I feel actually defeated? Did I feel like I should just stop? Should I quit? Should I give up? How does this person's content make me feel? Cause that'll start to give you an idea of what you want your content to feel like. And that will naturally come through as a result of your heart posture. Um, but you also start to get the, the idea of how their videos are framed how does the video overall flow piece to piece? So that way, as you're creating content, you can actually start getting better and better just through strictly osmosis. Osmosis is like 100%. If I'm close to you for a certain amount of time, I'm going to naturally absorb things from your life just from being around you, even if you never said them. So you need to make sure that you pay attention to your most, your favorite communicators and the people that are closest in your niche. Those are the two most important people that you need to pay attention to because that will affect you a ton as a creator and how you create how you how you flow naturally and what you talk about. Yep. One of the actually you were telling me this earlier Jake is one of the biggest problems in the way people communicate via content is viewing it too much as a performance and less and they need to do it less of that and more of a conversation. Right. Right? When, and even if it's a solo show, it's not like a me and you talking right now Jake, but it's you as the entrepreneur and a camera in front of you and that's it. Thinking about it mentally of I'm having a conversation with my audience. And that is going to make the pressure go down. It's going to make your blood pressure go down, make you feel a lot more like a relationship is taking place. And it's going to go back to that feel piece of, and a quote that keeps coming up in my mind, Jake, as you're talking about this, is people don't care about what you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. So like you mentioned the heart posture. We want to make sure that the content, we're not just putting a performance on, but we're actually trying to help somebody. And we're thinking about it from that perspective. I'm not trying to make myself look good. I'm actually trying to just deliver a message to help somebody out and hope it helps them helps them along the journey one day. Maybe one day I'll work with that person to actually help them get even better results. 
And here's how to do that. Yep. Cool. So opening up with the hook, next transitioning to the framework, right? So just, you want to simplify the rest of the video. Here are the steps you need to take that I took or that so-and-so took that so-and-so from right now's industry or from the past took. Maybe Steve Jobs took these steps to get the result that I'm going to show you in a minute. Now, what that could look like from a scripting standpoint next is, you know, all right, well, now to create this compelling ad copy, let's walk through, uh, let's break it down into three steps. And then, boom, you go through, understand who your target audience is. So step one, next two, create captivating uh, copy. Step three, and then break down your next step. Step four, step three, all that good stuff. So hook framework and then dive into story. So provide a story about why you think it works. Why you think, and what about the the steps that you just described? What made it work? What's the story behind it that proves that it worked? Yeah, and talk about that. There's a great podcast that I think does it so well. There's a podcast that used to, that blew up back in, I believe it was 2018 or 2019. It was called 15 Minutes to Freedom by a good friend of mine named Ryan Nadell. Fantastic podcast. You should listen to it. It's literally a podcast where he sits down and he goes, "Here's what I'm thinking about today. This happened, and this happened, and this happened." And I started to get these types of lessons, but you have to have context and you would just go into this story and you would just be entranced. You're like, well, what happens next? And what happens after this? And that person said that, and he gets to the end and he starts to kind of mentally process through what just happened. And this was somebody who didn't have much of a social presence, just got on a podcast and started just talking about their stories, about their life lessons. And they hadn't journaled. They just sat down. And they would just verbally process to a microphone. <laughs> they recorded yeah. it after like, I think it was like after like 100 episodes, they started making video versions of it. Yeah. But my goodness, it became one of the top uh, 20 podcasts in the US. Wow. Not business podcasts, just top 20 podcasts yeah. downloaded. This big thing just off of talking about stories and extracting lessons. Be like, now that I think about it, I actually experienced this. Yeah. So that's a good example of like, sometimes if you can just riff and you understand some psychology and cadence and how that stuff works, that can be super helpful. And yeah. we'll go into another video like psychology, cadence, tonality, volume, like what that all looks like and how that affects your content. But yeah. this person got that and they just went story after story. And they did, sometimes they did a hundred and third, they did, I think that it was on their 130th episode. They went, hey, if you ever thought about working with me, uh, just send, there's like a little link, hundred over $100,000 in revenue in four wow. days after that podcast yeah. dropped. So. That's perfect because that the very next step after the story is simply end it with a call to action. So, boom, he just did the one thing. Now, we do encourage you to don't have a million call to actions. Just one clear step that you want people to take. And it can be a soft CTA, a hard CTA, where you lead them off platform to say, go download my ebook or download my book or go to my free training, book a call, a strategy call with me. Or it could be as simple as, depending on the type of content, subscribe to my channel. That's it. So keep it short, keep it brief. Um, now, real quick too, you were talking about just having an understanding of psychology, right? An understanding of tonality. And we're kind of balancing that against script. Now, we don't have to stay rigid inside of a script or an outline. There's not one particular way mm-hmm. of doing things, right? Like you can do, there are so many different paths to success. There's so many different stories of how creators have found success on YouTube. Business leaders have found success on TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is, uh, don't feel bound to this. This is just some best practices. This was just one particular script example, outline example. And if you are interested in the one we just talked about, you can actually go to download this uh, template at our website. So femicollective.com slash content dash outline dash templates, plural. 
the and, link in the show notes for you. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes. But we're going to give you some templates to download. But again, you don't have to be bound to this stuff. A lot of it is just gut, right? And just feel. Yep, 100%. Um, all right. So that's really about it on today's episode. Anything else you want to hit on this topic? What should, is, what should people do? Just, just, just get out there. The biggest, yeah, the biggest thing is you need to start creating content. Like we we said at the beginning, we're like, yeah, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Honestly, the best thing you can do is just start creating content. Um, everybody's content is going to be a little bit different. It's going to feel different. That's normal. And one of the biggest things I've seen work so well in YouTube is the number one reported thing that people talk about that grows their channel is being authentically themselves. There, yes. There is strategy that needs to go into pieces. There is yep. a niche that you need to pick. There is target. More than anything, though, you got to be yourself. Like, there's some, especially if you're trying to get into competitive markets. I know people that are trying to be the next tech reviewer or the next this. It's like, if you're trying to be the next this person, you probably are going to take three times as long to get where they got because you're not being yourself. And you're always going to be a couple steps behind versus if you just go, what makes me different? What makes me special? What do I love? What do I not enjoy doing? And then go from there. One of the things that I thought to myself before we actually started this podcast is that I was like, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. And if people get offended by certain things that I say or the way that I say it, that's okay. Like, Absolutely. That's one of the things that's okay for me. Cause I know a lot of people that are on podcasts that are about, that are about content and they don't really, they just kind of feel like sometimes people fluff it up. I don't want it that way. That's not how I like to get content across. And maybe for other people, they want it a little bit more. They want it like a nice gooey cookie. They want it to be nice and crusty on the outside when they bite in. It's just, Oh, it's just gooey. Oh yeah. I'm just like, what you see is what you get. Here's the information. Jump on in, get it, pull it out, and bring it on and do whatever you can with it to make it help you benefit from it as much as possible. That's right. Just get out there, create the content. Now, if you have the means in your in-house team to edit it, publish it, good on you. That's great. There's also partners who can help you with the heavy lifting of that. There's resources online. That's what this podcast is about, to help equip you to create that content and encourage you to get out there, produce it, because ultimately... We exist to help entrepreneurs and experts get better business results through the vehicle of content marketing. And we want to do that. And we're going to talk about various specialty platforms. We're going to hone in on YouTube in future episodes. We're going to hone in on podcasts, short form, social media, Instagram, TikTok. We're going to hone in on blog, even email newsletters, how to get results with your email newsletter and how to get more subscribers to it through your content marketing as you go omnipresent on all these channels. We're going to hit all those things in future episodes. So we're glad you're here. What else, Jake? All I would say is if you haven't listened to episode number two around actually planning out your content, before you get to this part, you definitely need to go check that out. Go ahead and go through the other content that we have available on the channel. We're so glad you're here. And uh, again, I know you hear this all the time, but I promise you, I pinky promise you that I will personally check to see the reviews. I will read them. I might even share them on social media. I would honestly love to hear what you thought of the show. I, you know what I love? You know what I love? I love it when somebody's like, hey, this podcast sucked. I'm like, sweet. What could we do better? And if they just want to troll, that's cool because there's truth in what they got to say too. So if you love this podcast, I would love to know that. But I'd also love to know where you think we could do better. Yeah. And uh, what are the topics that we need to cover on next? And what are the other things that we should talk about and yeah. go back and forth with? If you, if you there's somebody that you think we should have on the show, let us know. Love to know that as well. Uh, but for everybody else, we will see you guys in the next episode. You totally didn't see that outro coming, but there it is. We'll see you guys. Bye. We'll see you guys soon.